Welcome to the family with special guests. Gareth Reynolds. Brandon Simon. JB. Andy Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back. Gareth Reynolds, you got need some volume? I well, don't think I have any, but it's okay. We'll I just like to wear. Out. I like to wear them. Feel like play you the look, part. You <laughs> feel like you a really professional. Thank man. you. We'll be right back with Gareth Reynolds right after this. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville: Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Now, what brought this on? I don't know. I love the monkeys. <laughs> oh, because oh, you're just talking about monkeys, and now she's playing the monkeys. <laughs> no, we're just talking about the fact that I'm built like a monkey, and JB went, yeah, you are. <laughs> but thanks. Thanks, JB. Don't worry about my feelings. But it is a catchy tune. It is a good song, yeah. I love it. That was a, hey, I tell you what, man, that was good planning. We, really, you're, you're kind of, well, they got the idea originally, though, from the from Ricky Nelson, because Ricky Nelson was kind of the... Yeah the um, accessible Elvis Presley, you know? And right. All of a sudden, the Beatles came along. It's like, well, we have to have accessible Beatles now. Right. So they came up with the monkey. I used to love that. That used to be my favorite show when I, I was a kid. Know. I was allowed an hour of TV a what day show? for a while, the monkeys. And I would You're watch not even old enough to know no, what but I would watch reruns of it. So oh, yeah, 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 I would. My dad would be like, this kid is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he's seen this episode five times, and he's still wasting his hour on this. I was like, I love it. <laughs> Good guys, though. Every one, every one of those guys yeah. is a really good one. Well, two of them are dead now. I know, right? yeah. Davey and Peter are both and dead. And still, the, yeah. the other two are still touring. Are they really? Yeah, mm-hmm. they were here less than six months ago. Bad, once, very bad review. Once one of them oh, drops, there's just going to be one touring as the monkey. The monkey. Yeah. yeah. It'll just be I'm Mike Nesmith monkey. as the monkey. Mike Nesmith. <laughs> he's a great guy, by the way. He's really talented. That He's like very an awesome talented, musician, yeah. great songwriter. Yeah. yeah not just know, the whiteout. Not just the heir to the whiteout for That's right. Yeah. The heir to whiteout, which kind of, not, not a lot of heir there anymore no, with the right, whiteout. Yeah, right. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Well, it wasn't Elephant Parts. Elephant Mike. Parts, yeah. That was Mike Nesmith, yeah. That Mike was Nesmith. his genius. That yeah. was his baby. He had one. He did, and you know, I, I'm not a huge country western fan or anything, but he did the the most beautiful country western song called Joanne. Do you ever heard that song? No, I don't think I have. Andy, would you find Joanne to play a little bit for Gareth? Well, while you're doing that, I'll ask him. Why is it when it, you enter your name on the internet, it says Gareth Reynolds' mom? 
It's the first you know, thing that comes up. I was out. I was out one. I have a cat named Jose, and that's its own can of worms. But uh, <laughs> yeah. but I was one time out with someone, and and my buddy, this Hollywood type, was like bragging that when you enter his name, the first thing that comes up is wife, because everyone like thinks he's hot yep. or whatever. I was oh, like, yeah. I wonder what mine is, and I type mine, and it goes Gareth Reynolds Jose, and I was like, what the hell? Quite a letdown. So well, your mom took over the spot. Well, now. that's. I can't I don't want to I can't I got no idea I think my mother's been on my podcast like a few times oh so that's what it is I guess but still you'd think there'd be other stuff people would rather You're, know by the way your wife came in like sixth place yeah well she's she's upset because she's just a, a rubber doll but uh, she's always <laughs> she's like that that's what rubber yes yes, okay, yes well, yeah. I understand did she do this yeah that, which, <laughs> when we're arguing it's the worst <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the look you want. Really? I, I think if you're in the sex well, doll yeah. business, let's give it a smile or something instead of just a sort of dead open hole. Honey, hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, there she is. Oh, God. Disturbing. Yeah. Did you find Joanne? Yep. Mike Naismith. Beautiful song. And guess what it's about? Joanne? Yeah. <laughs> that's a good guess. Her name was Joanne. And she lived in a meadow by Oh, yeah. Remember this song? I don't think I've heard and this God, song. It's a great song. Yeah. And you know what it's about? Fishing with Paw. <laughs> no. no. Sounds like it. Now, remember, it's a country song that came out, I believe, in the 70s. Okay. So, heartbreaking drinking? Yeah, Quaaludes. <laughs> there's heartbreak in it, but there's you'd, you'd be surprised. In the 1970s, he wrote a song about Joanne... A young white girl's in love with a black guy. Oh, that's wow. That's what that song's about. Huh. Uh, for Joanne and her man and the time that made them both run. It's a beautiful song. Wow. You didn't know that, JB? No. She's just research heard about song. your people. Damn. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that was a hell of a chance to take, what, yeah. 50 years ago. Yeah. I would imagine. But and it never became a big hit. It was yeah. not a big hit. Well, you've never heard of it. Yeah, no. I'm, I'll attest to that. He is one of the nicest guys you'd ever want to talk to. Great guy. You know, I, I to continue with my monkey. My first concert was Weird Al opening up for the monkeys. So, and <laughs> I think that kind of says everything as far as I like the, put the ingredients in the stew of me. Uh, <laughs> but I also yeah. I saw them once when I was in high school in Milwaukee, and the backstage area was <laughs> was not properly secured. And so my friends and I snuck back there and started drinking their beer, and then Ooh. actually started talk. I like talked to Davy Jones for like two minutes. And they were. I mean, he was just really not. I was like, I mean, the most starstruck uh, I've ever been. How old were you? I was probably like 16. Oh, God. But yeah. this girl oh, that I was yeah. with, she was like, should I take my bra off and throw it on stage? And we were like, yeah, yeah, do it. So she took it off, threw it on stage. They looked at it like, what the hell is this? This hasn't happened in 20 years <laughs> that a bra has been thrown on stage. We're like, whoa, we still got it, boys. Did that start with Elvis? I don't know. I don't know. What did the bra on stage thing start? Because Tom Jones was panties. Yeah. So they used to throw their panties on stage for Tom Jones. That's got to be quite a feeling for yeah, it, Just to be like, I think this is the pinnacle as far as my sexuality goes. You're going to be honest with you, I adore my wife, but don't throw your panties at me. I just, you know. <laughs> well, mine can't, because she's rubber. No, she's rubber. Yeah, she, she doesn't even wear panties a lot of the time. She <laughs> slouches around the house. She's like can a you, gamer. Can you imagine how embarrassing that would be if your, your whole sex life was with a doll and you actually used to take clothes off her? <laughs> I mean, how embarrassing I think I think putting the clothes back on is the weirder part. Well, and now, honey, we've got company at six. Don't forget, the Andersons are coming around. How's the quiche? Oh, I like the Anderson reference in Minnesota. That was good. There Karen. you go. Thank you. Brad, he goes right to the Scandinavian deal. Like I know the job. areas. Yes, you do. Yeah. There's a new movie coming out called Good Boys, Bad Boys, something about three oh, boys. Oh, Good Boys, yeah. Who, you know, and... Um, from the trailer, part of it is they drag around a rubber doll. They do? Yeah. Oh, boy. They're three that... preteen Is that a smart boys. thing? I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. It's, but it's it's rated R, which is oh, odd man. to begin with. But it's yeah. dealing with three preteen boys. Three, they can't see R. the movie that yeah. they're starring yes, in. Yes, right. Exactly. Right yeah. <laughs> they can't they even see the How did it come out? <laughs> it's yeah. really funny. Yeah, we were in it, but I don't know how, what the ending is. I have yeah. no idea what the hell. Yeah. Is it rate, well, what is it? Why is it rated R? 
Because it, all the stuff they go through, like, Man. like they go to some girl's birthday party and they see a swing in the parents' bedroom and they start playing on the swing, <laughs> and the girl goes, "Oh, get off that! That's how my parents made me." Oh, God. <laughs> okay. It's, it's produced by Seth Rogen, so it's kind of that kind of. Oh, it's like, so it's not funny at all. <laughs> oh. So it falls apart in the third act. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gareth, Gareth, I got something. Spicy. Got. He uh, is not. I mean, I, if he, I used to think like an undeclared. I don't know if you ever saw that show. The yeah. Canadian show. Yeah, yeah. Phenomenal on there, but as soon as he started with the, uh, 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 I was done. <laughs> Yeah, We're, I'm done with the fake laugh. No right. fake laughs. Don't right. do that. I think he's probably a very funny guy, but it's just oh yeah, it's over the top. It's so over the top. Though. Yeah, I mean, I when once you get to that level of success, it is pro- yeah. it's probably just hard to even yeah. know what the hell you're doing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're just like rolling in cash. He he's they have a latest run of. Um, uh, people on comedians and cars getting coffee. Yeah. With uh, oh, he was on there, and he's one of the people. They the first episode of this season is Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, which right. is a great. Yeah. Did you watch that one? Yes, it's great. Yeah, he's coming back to stand up. I heard. Yes, and he, but then Seth. How's he going to do that and not be able to steal from Richard Pryor? I don't know. Well, he in, in <laughs> comedians... didn't even argue with me. About... <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be honest. <laughs> but he, even in the comedians and cars getting like. He, he's talking about coming back to stand-up, and he just throws out a few jokes just off the right. cuff that are legit. F- I'm like, this are guy's going to be able to come back real easy, I <laughs> yeah, think. Probably yeah, probably gets probably Because free, he's yeah. already just, the way he's talking, I mean, he's just he's just funny. You forget it, he's really funny because he he's is. had so many movies bomb. But he's genuinely like, and those two first specials are just insane. I got to be honest with you, I always thought his brother was much funnier than him because Charlie yeah, was one crazy <laughs> bastard. Man. Well, I, I, think I, I love the guy. I, think yeah. I told you that. They all would get together and do crazy stuff, but mm-hmm. Charlie figured out that Eddie had the charisma, yep. so they pushed Eddie right. instead of pushing Very him. True. He said, Eddie's more handsomer, he's got more charisma. See, I thought Listen. Charlie was a nice enough looking guy. As the landlord on that damn show, uh, the, the Jesus show, <laughs> what's that show called again? Black Jesus. Black Jesus. Did you ever see Black Jesus? <laughs> no. Oh my God, it was one of the funniest shows ever made. And they took it off because it got, you're making fun of Jesus. Yeah. Like, so what? Settle down. I bro. like how they, yeah, I like how if he's black, you can't do it. That's making fun of him. Like I that's know. that's wrong. That's like, you can do a no. white Jesus show. That's fine. You can poke fun at the white Jesus because he's obviously the one. But wasn't Jesus actually black? That's yeah. That, well, they say he wasn't like white. He wasn't he like some white. pasty, you know, pale <laughs> Irishman. What do you say, pasty? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> he goes, what? Tom, I was looking at my arm. Let's be honest. I was looking at you. <laughs> No, I, yeah, Jesus wasn't white, so I don't really understand the argument there that they have. But that, if you get a chance, well, there are two seasons, maybe like, three. Yeah, two seasons. Yeah, there, there are. They, they predict a third might come out from behind a rock three days later. Like though, it. yeah, <laughs> third season. We just wait till that certain Sunday. Yeah, that's <laughs> a third season. The third uh, season coming up. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> but seriously, Charlie Murphy plays the landlord in it. And he drops the big end about every other word. Right. It's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, you big ends, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Ten o'clock, go home. <laughs> it's really funny. God, it was a funny show. Yeah, he was great. It was always, it was very good to see him before he passed get like success and become mm-hmm. so popular and yeah, actually get his own. You know. I oh my god, I'm the, 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 I, the, all your stuff just because I I wanted to see your 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 mom pop up again when I put in Gareth Reynolds. So you're part of the problem, Tom. No, 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 no. I just put in Gareth Reynolds. There's no mom popped up. But your IMDB page came up. Uh Uh-huh, okay. Pretty popular guy, man. Well, sure. What are you talking (laughs) about? Are you hitting on me, Tom? (laughs) What the hell, man? Uh, Very Harold and Kumar. Uh Uh-huh. 3D Christmas. Uh Uh-huh. I wrote most of that. You did? Yeah, my friend and I did a major rewrite. Yeah. That's how. That's terrific. Yeah, you it's no, well it's no good boys, but what is? <laughs> yeah. I'm no Seth Rogen. Yeah, I'm, I'm no Seth Rogen. <laughs> like, yeah, I should, I should correct. I do think Seth Rogen is funny. I just wish he wouldn't do that laugh so much. That's well, all I, I think of it. On that show, I was going to say he literally almost had a panic attack. Who did? Seth Rogen. On Good Boys? No, on uh, comedians getting. Oh, oh, yeah. really? Why did he? 
because he was so nervous to meet Jerry uh, Seinfeld. Oh, really? And Jerry pointed it out, which only made it even worse. There is no <laughs> doubt in my mind he is stoned out of his mind for this, for hearing that. He probably was just like, I'll yeah. smoke a joint and do it, loosen up. And then he was like, oh, I oversmoked. <laughs> Got in the car and was like, oh, <laughs> shit, I'm recording the comedians of cars getting coffee. What am I doing? I don't even like coffee. Have you ever had a deal with Seinfeld? No. He is not an easy guy to deal with. I've heard that. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, not... uh, He got really pissed at me one time because I asked him about Larry David, which you would think would be kind of a normal thing. Yeah. And he literally yelled at me. He's like, we're not here to talk about Larry David. And it's funny. Jesus. Everybody talks about Larry David when they talk down. I know. (laughs) But I did it. He got mad at me. I'm like, that was was a long time ago. I like how that's an out-of-line question. Hey, the guy that you made the most successful sitcom of all time (laughs) with, (laughs) that I'll I'll steer clear of him. Okay, yeah. And you basically played him in the show. Yeah, Yeah. right. It's called Seinfeld. It was basically Larry David he was playing. Which I think, look, that show was unbelievable. The Larry David show, though, was better. I really do think. Yeah, They're both They're very really watchable, they terrific shows. <laughs> I mean, any show where you where you refuse to give Halloween candy to teenagers, yeah. and then you come out the next day and on your front door it says, bald asshole. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, fun. That episode is great. I mean, it and is. also, they there are things where they, you know, because I've lived in L.A. for a while, and they say shit like, yeah, but your main character has to be really likable and all that stuff. And then this stuff just gets disproven. And Curve Your Enthusiasm right. was a perfect example yeah. of like, yes. no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's always sunny in right. Philadelphia and Curb Your Enthusiasm. You're like, these are rude people <laughs> that we love to watch. I mm-hmm. am so reminded where I grew up when I watched... I grew up here in Minneapolis, but my neighborhood was so much like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> Not as many black people in, as in my neighborhood, but, you know. Yeah. I, that's, I think that show's phenomenal. Yes. How much writing do you do? Uh, I do a lot of writing. I write. I mean, I write on shows. Cool. Uh, probably one show a year, roughly. Do you? Yeah. Um, that's phenomenal. Yeah. It's Where'd good. you find out you could, you were such a good writer? How'd you find that out? Uh, I started. I mean, I really started doing sketch comedy and like you know, just like anything. I mean, just like stand up. That when you start doing it, you just are. You have no idea what you're doing. You are just yeah. kind of starting and hoping the path unfolds you know mm-hmm. um eventually kind of got all right at writing sketch and had a, a partner and we started kind of writing stuff together and then over time it just you know you you do i mean the truth is you want to like if you're a performer you want to execute your ideas more than anyone else's that's why stand-up's so great because right, you're, yeah, you're kind of yeah, doing your own true. stuff and as far as writing goes we would be writing for ourselves but we obviously wanted to make things really funny and good so we would mm-hmm work very hard, and then that just kind of, you know, it just like anything else, translates into scripted television, like, pretty naturally when, you know, you, you're, you go, any writer's room you go into, you start with your skill set, like, you're probably funny, or you know story or something, mm-hmm. and then you just kind of build on the other skill sets over, over the years, you I know, like anything wonderful. else. We're going to take a break, but it come, now you have to answer from Milwaukee next. Okay. okay. Oh, look who's here. Hey. Come on in, Michael. We'll be right back. Mike Bryant just walked in. <laughs> Nothing but trouble. I have a seat for you right there. And the there. comedian's like, oh, hey, how you doing? Hey. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Mike? What's up? How are you? How are you, Gareth? Hi, Gareth. How are things? Hi. Marvelous. Good. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie-cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me too? No. (laughs) (laughs) God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. I still never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't. (laughs) Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. 
There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. We're back. We're talking hats here with the family. <laughs> it all works out in the end because there are several hats. Apparently, Ryan Sickler thinks that Gareth's hat's funny because it says Diet Dr. Pepper, and then it's got like a red ribbon on it or something. <laughs> Not a ribbon. Rope. Rope. Top, top. Oh, it's a red ribbon. I won first at the hat contest. <laughs> the red ribbon award-winning hat. <laughs> Oh, why doesn't Sickler like your hat? Uh, well, he's first of all, he's a prick. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's start off with context. Let's frame it properly. Right there. Uh, and then I think he just thinks it's a bit of a swing for a different era, probably. <laughs> By the way, he showed up, like, I mean, in a sweatsito. So I don't know what he's <laughs> uh, shitting on me. He's got the sweatsito yeah. going. That's true. I mean, he showed up like a young Tony Soprano, and he sees my hat and takes a dig at me. That's not okay. Well, she, she does play the, uh, the theme songs of Soprano. So he was right at home, man. Yeah. He was right at home. Except he did, he thought it was oh, the, the wire. wire. Yeah. It's like that's not the wire. He's You're from, from Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. How do you not know that? Oh man, I know this hit show. Yeah, curb <laughs> your enthusiasm. <laughs> no, Ryan. So talking about a hat. Speaking of hats, I had two hat incidents myself in the last like a year. Uh-oh. So the most. Recent one, my, my wife and I, for our, our wedding anniversary, went to uh, Switzerland, Germany, uh, France, and Holland. Right? Jeez, sounds horrible. It was just terrible. <laughs> yeah. terrible. What a, terrible what a waste vacation. of time. Yeah. So we, I buy this hat in Switzerland. Oh, dear. It just says Switzerland. <laughs> right. It's, a great it's like hat. a ball hat? Like yeah, a baseball, baseball, okay. baseball yeah, okay. hat. These are both baseball caps. Okay. So I'm putting it on, and I'm walking, and this guy behind me goes, fuck you doing wearing a MAGA hat? I'm like, what What are you talking about? He goes, what? Jesus. And I turn it, and on the back it says, established 1291. Okay, so uh-huh. 1291 is a long time ago, if yeah. you ask me. Back you know. before airports. Yeah, back before <laughs> yeah, airports. Right. Well, right. don't, tell, don't tell Trump that. Yeah. <laughs> when I was only 1776, yeah. I still love that. Yeah. We won it because we yeah. shut him down at the airport yeah. like, in 1776. <laughs> no, the landing so. of the Potomac, right? Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. So anyway, it's a red hat with white letters, uh-huh. and no matter what it says on your hat, people think it's a MAGA hat. Yeah. It's bizarre. So yeah. you better be careful. You're lucky yours is white with red letters. <laughs> well, on the inside, I've written in uh, my handwriting Trump a bunch, too. <laughs> yeah, that but that's just for me. <laughs> my favorite baseball cap story ever. I, uh, I have I have the license to carry. I don't have a gun on me right now, Gareth. I okay. want you to know I did that. hear a shot. So I just wanted to... Is that you? <laughs> okay. Well, you know, Sickler pissed me off. But the screen just went black as soon as the gunshot went off, so we don't know what happened. I'm walking in front of Acme, as a matter of fact. It was about a year ago. I'm walking in front of Acme, and there's a, there's a guy, a Spanish guy. I'm, a, I'm guessing now that he's a Mexican guy. Uh-huh. And I'm walking by... And he's like, look at me. He keeps backing up as he's looking at me, right? He's like backing away, backing away. And I look down, and you could kind of see the outline of the gun, but you couldn't tell it was a gun. But you could see a, this, you know, lump in my pocket. Right. <laughs> so I thought maybe the guy just thinks I'm going to shoot him or something. I felt really bad. So I go, and I get hats from everybody. They send me hats all the time, yeah. right? So I go, why? How was that guy so jumpy? It's so weird. He just, he literally kept backing up, backing up like this, right? So I go to the men's room, I'm at the urinal, I go to wash my hands, I look up, and I have a hat that says U.S. Border Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, oh. So he sees a gun in U.S. Border Patrol. Yeah, I think oh, that's a... like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, like, yeah, it's not good. He was so rude, thinking every white guy is going to yes. get a... Oh, wait, I have a gun and a hat that says like, law enforcement. Okay, that makes a little more sense. That makes yeah. a little more sense. U.S. Border Patrol in 
Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. You Canadians yeah, stay yeah, out of here. You're going back to Wisconsin where you yeah. came from, pal. Exactly. That's exactly right. Speaking of that, you're a Wisconsin boy, Milwaukee, yeah. the whole shooting match. Mm-hmm. I do. Well, you and I talked about this uh, yesterday. The fact that Milwaukee is a great comedy area. You know, you got Madison, you got Milwaukee, you got Oshkosh, you got Chicago. What a great comedy area! That yeah, is. yeah, yeah. A lot it of there wonderful. really are a lot of you know good comedians who've come out of there. You know, I remember when I was in like middle school, I met. The Zuckerberg's mother, the, the guys who did Airplane and Naked Gun, I met oh, yeah. their mother because they're from Milwaukee, and I could mm-hmm. not have been more starstruck. I was like, she's the woman from the Naked Gun. <laughs> well, you know, we got the same said Pat Proft is from Minnesota, so yeah. he's right there, too. And yeah. like, I don't I haven't talked to Pat in a long time now. I think I think Gelfand spoiled, spoiled him on me or something. Mm-hmm. Very possible. <laughs> he goes, yeah, very possible. Yeah, I don't know. That, that stuff was brilliant, though. What? Oh, oh, they, oh yeah. I watched The Naked Gun within the last month. Hilarious. And it still, you are just like, yep. this, they, nobody has written a, uh, nobody has thrown more jokes into a script yeah. ever. I mean, they, did, they did pack it's in assaulted. there. It's assaulted. It's every yeah. moment. Even when they miss, you're like, Jesus, enough. <laughs> Uncle. KQ Morning Show about 10 years ago. Oh, longer than that now. God, we've been in the building, that must have been over 15. 15 years ago, Leslie Nielsen comes in the studio. Uh. And I just adore Leslie Dude. Nelson. Just, oh my God, the greatest. Yes. During the entire interview, people are giggling, and I hear these weird noise. You remember that, Michael? <laughs> these weird noise all of us in there, because I'm, I'm in Studio A, he's uh-huh. in Studio B with everybody else, right? So I get to know what the hell's going on, and all of a sudden I realize Leslie Nielsen has a fart machine in his hand. She's <laughs> <laughs> making these fart noises, and then everybody starts laughing. He's like, what? What are you laughing about? <laughs> That's a pretty good Nielsen. <laughs> oh, he was phenomenal. Well, but what he a was a guy. serious actor. He yeah, was, right? Yeah. So yeah. He was, he was. For then, a long time, he was like the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, he was. He was in the Poseidon oh, no. yeah. uh, adventure. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like this guy, and then it's like how Reagan became president. It's like yeah. all of a sudden, <laughs> Leslie Nielsen was now suddenly like, oh, the comedic lead. You mean yeah. Leslie Nielsen, the hilarious <laughs> deadpan actor? God, he was good in those things. Oh yeah. What they, was it again? They walked out out of a movie laughing, and it was like. It was, yeah. oh, it was platoon. Yeah. <laughs> it was platoon. They're laughing their asses off. Seinfeld. Yeah, right. when they're just walking out of platoon laughing their asses They have the longest montage of all time, and then they come out, and he goes, oh, that was an amazing day. <laughs> they did an inconceivable amount of things in 24 hours. The, oh, the other great thing about that movie is how they just made a buffoon out of O.J. Simpson yep. throughout it's, the whole... It's still weird. You're like, it's just, I'm never going to get used to seeing him. No, Talking about being a heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. He, did, you know, he liked it, otherwise he would have killed him. So yeah, that's, that's true. That's I, just, I still, explain to me, maybe as a, as a writer, you can explain this to me, how things get scripted and how they all work out. So... Your dad helps somebody cover up a double murder, and your mom sells a porno tape of her own daughter, and you're the Kardashians, and all of a sudden you're really popular. What? uh, I'm not going to be able to give you help on (laughs) this riddle that has eluded mankind for the last 15 years. I mean, they're the worst people on earth, and they're huge stars. It's You know, when I I actually, like, there are many moments where I lose complete faith in society and uh, civilization, but I think the... The one recently that really, well, I was like, okay, we're done, was when it was Kylie Jenner, I think, wasn't yet a billionaire, and she Mm. was like $500,000 away or something, and people started a GoFundMe to raise the money to get. I was like, this is as dumb as people can ever be. be I'll give you my money so that I can't pay for shit so that you become a billionaire. Like, who? in the stands rooting for an oligarchy like let's go kill the plebes we don't deserve water I want to be an extra in your movie it's I want I've never seen the show itself I saw a promo for the show once just one Uh, what's the guy what's the brother's name Oh, Rob. You were Rob? Yeah. He's, okay. the, that's, he's, the, he's the only reason why they exist, so we could just watch Rob get fat and be like, all right, finally. All the karma went into Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Rob just ate all the karmic <laughs> energy. <and jelly. laughs> They're sitting around at Christmas. They're doing a, uh, uh, what's they call when you, the secret Santa oh, or something, when uh-huh. you give each other gifts, gifts but nobody exchange. gives yeah. one. Yeah. And they're about to do it, and this is a promo for the show, because I used to watch uh, The Soup. 
Uh-huh. That's the only reason I ever watched E. To I think that's the only reason most people ever watched E. Probably <laughs> <laughs> yeah. true. So I'm watching this promo, and I blame it on John, uh, uh, Joel McHale. I told him, this is your fault right. that I saw this. But KP, I've known KP. KP's from here. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I just uh, never missed that show. I loved it. But I'm watching this promo, and they're, they're going to open their Secret Santa gifts for a Christmas promo for the Kardashians. And at some point, Rob is his name? Yeah. Goes just like this. This is where he used all of his acting skills. He goes, Kim, why don't you open your gift first? After all, you're the richest person here. <laughs> what? Gross. What the hell was What? I guarantee you someone was on set like, we need to take the line away from Rob. <laughs> Rob is literally a talentless void, <laughs> sucking energy God. from those around him. Whoa! Well, I'm looking big shot. Hello, big shot. Put it on speaker. My my phone was off. Sorry. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What are you gonna do? I, I just, I don't know. That, that, that is something. No, isn't the youngest one? She's richer than all of them now. Oh, they're now. Yeah, now it's like a like. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) it's a lineage at this point. Yeah, it totally is. Who watches it? That's what I don't know. 14 people year do, though. 14 I mean, year, little girls year old yeah. to 19-year-old girls. Little girls who want to be them when they grow up. Right. Why would you allow your daughter to watch that? There's no way. Out, no there's, way. There's been a direct shift in, in my lifetime where it's gone from the, like what makes people enticing and exciting is their minds mm-hmm. yeah. to what makes people exciting and enticing is their looks. Right. And wh- how that's cratering our culture and yeah. like the, the substance of us is directly affected to things like the Kardashians, truly, like oh, it yeah. is oh, that yeah. is like right there. You could if you could pull that thread and be like, that's where we all just were like, fuck it, let's just have our nails look good. I can't tell you who this was, but as a as a Midwestern boy, you'll like this. Okay, Kim Kardashian was in town several years ago. Okay, had a local connection here. Can't tell you whose house she was at, but they lived on the lake. Okay, right. And she's like, is that the Pacific Ocean? <laughs> Worse. <laughs> she's literally looking out the window. Here, I'll do it in the camera. She's looking out the window like this. <laughs> Her mouth is hanging open. She's staring at the lake. And all of a sudden, she turns to the dad of the family, and she goes, where do the fish go when the lake freezes? Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> she, thought, she thought the whole lake froze, like all the way down to the bottom. Uh, so basically, he said, "Oh, yeah, they uh-oh. come and get these big nets. <laughs> they take all the fish to Florida." Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. We were looking to invest in a company that does stuff like that. There are fifteen thousand two hundred seventy-one lakes in Minnesota. So we do that to all fifteen thousand. Oh wow, that's gonna be a year-round thing. Yeah, Kim. Yeah. Well, of course, the fish talk here, Kim. <laughs> Amazing. Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, one of them's the governor. I, I always wanted to see fish in politics. Yeah, of course you did, you vacuous moron. Where do the fish go when the lake freezes? Yeah, I mean, what do you, like, uh, did eight heads just pop around her? Like, I don't know how to. Kim, I can't fathom for you, but what? It is amazing, isn't it? I wish I could, Kim. You should make a fathomer. All right, Kim, sit down. Your your ears are smoking again. She's really overheating over here, guys. She's been doing a lot of thinking about this lake. She's don't like don't give her a pen. That's when she really can't do it. I guess just the the, the, the father told me. He said her mouth was hanging open for about twenty minutes, and then she asked me that question. Wow. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> special. What are you gonna do? I well, that's. I would have had to leave. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just get up and leave <laughs> your own house. <laughs> yes, get out of your own house. And just, hey, you wait here. I feel. I feel myself getting dumber by the second I got to go. Hand her the keys. <laughs> All right, you can have the place. I'm out of here. I don't believe in anything anymore. You just walk into the lake where's he going is he a fish <laughs> he's drowning himself kim he hates you <laughs> i gotta believe it pretty much freezes where from like say southern missouri north yeah that's yeah. about right isn't it yeah mm-hmm. how many lakes are there from southern <laughs> missouri let's say the mason well, if, you, Dixon if you've lived in a ivory tower and on the west guess, coast your yeah, entire life but there's logic <laughs> you know I, you know they should have said 
I just thought of something. Before uh, me, where do the fish go? Oh, your your dad helps to kill them. He and OJ come and stab them all. He hides them. Yeah, he hides them. He hides, he hides them. them just like the knives he did. <laughs> Imagine catching a fish with OJ and him being like, "Let's gut it." I'd be like, "I'm out of here." I don't like where this is headed. Oh, look at that! I gotta get out of here, OJ. Fun, hang, fun hanging out, Juice. Didn't Cato? Didn't Cato have two like dead fish? Yes. There was something, yeah, that was part of the story. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Cato yeah. had so like. four lives were changed yeah. that night. Yeah. <laughs> OJ went in there, saw, like, killed one of the fish, and then the other fish came out of nowhere. He's like, now I gotta kill that fish. <laughs> Shit. Oh, so it's just like what happened with. Uh, I just, just did this with humans. <laughs> you have to cut their heads off, don't you? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You lop their heads yeah. off. All right, to the airport. I still love that scene, a goddamn courtroom scene. Let's try the glove on. Okay. <laughs> really going to try a glove on like that? Yeah, that's going to fit. No, it just won't fit. I don't care. Yeah, your Honor, OJ has webbed hands. <laughs> he can't fit it on, Your Honor. We're going to take a break. Be right back. Gareth Reynolds at Acme tonight and tomorrow night. Right back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. It's Tom telling you that you can lose an average of 26.2 pounds on the 40-day weight loss program powered by Nutramost. I lost 92.5 pounds in less than five months. Thanks to the Sheehy Brothers and the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost. And I encourage you to let them help you lose weight as they teach you how to stay healthy and keep that weight off. Take it from me. Having a coach keeps you accountable and it makes achieving your goals so much easier. Let the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost help you. Schedule your immediate consultation or attend the Nutramost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, August 19th at Jake's in Plymouth. Call now, 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Study data comes from clients submitted data to a third party for tracking of daily weight loss and progress through the new to most weight loss programs. See website for full disclaimer details. What is that? <laughs> the, naked it's the Naked Gun. gun. The naked oh, naked gun. it is The Naked Gun. I God, that sounds familiar, but I don't know where yeah. it's from. Files of police squad. Uh, yeah. Airplane oh, was right. That was a good TV squad. Show. Was, yeah. I like that. They the TV foundation, show. yeah. They yeah. did. Absolutely. It did. was unbelievable. They showed a scene. They had a scene once in one of the episodes where he was shooting at a bad guy, and they had the camera angles make it look like that. They were like far away, and then oh, they yeah. finally did a close up, and they <laughs> yeah. were like literally <laughs> around the car from the building from each other, yeah. shooting at each other, yeah, <laughs> right <laughs> at each other. <laughs> he was a he, man. He was a funny guy. But yeah. I wanted to ask him about his T-shirt, Emu War. Yeah, yeah. Well, did you know about the Emu War? No, there was a war against the emus in Australia, mm-hmm. uh, and they. I mean, well, this is what you were alluding to earlier. Like emus are the craziest. Bird. I had no idea. I was like, oh, it's an ostrich. But they're just no. like angry. Like. Because we used to, I used to be on the morning show uh-huh. with Tom. Mm-hmm. And me and a guy named Tony Lee, this time, almost this time of year, every year, would go to the Minnesota State Fair. Oh, God. 
Should the, I play him the jingle? <laughs> the, the Negro and the Jew go, why don't you go to the fair? That was the jingle. Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, what? Actually, the Jew wrote the jingle. Yeah. Right, the Jew wrote the jingle. The Negro and the Jew go, why don't you go to the fair? Uh, well, I think we got it. Let's get it on air, everybody. I don't think we need to stay up all night. We got a Picasso on our hands. And he's an award-winning jingle writer. Oh, God, yeah. And commercial oh, writer. Yeah, Tony, yes, Tony yes, he is. But hilarious. One year, he thought it'd be funny if they locked me in a cage with an eagle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That yeah, damn thing chased that. me around yeah. the cage, oh, pecking shit. me. Yeah. That, that beak is no joke. I know. It's like getting hit with like a rubber bullet. Wow. I was like, give me the... Get me out of this. And Tony's just laughing. Tony, open the cage. Mm. And I'm running around. Tony, open the cage. And he's like, that's kind of catchy, Tony. Open the cage. Tony, open the cage. Now the emu is featured in a commercial. Right. What card Emu, emu, emu. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I can only imagine the comfortability of the actor shooting around an emu. Cool. Yeah. So we're cop partners. Awesome. That'll be great. Yeah. Well, Wild Bird and myself. Awesome. Yeah, they're nuts. I the first time I saw an emu, like I had food in my hand. Oh god. And yeah, you're not supposed to do it like no. this. I was like, here you are, friend. And it just like rubber bulleted into my hand and I was like, Oh, you son of a bitch. And then it like gives you this cold cock look of like, what bitch? Like, I feel so violated. You're like putting your jacket on, like, I'm getting out of here. I don't like the way he looked at me. Never oh yeah. oh forget being chased by an emu. Yeah, I nope. bet. I bet. <laughs> you know, when emu. your friends lock you in a cage with <laughs> a wild bird, you right. tend to hang on to it. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't it your idea to launch him into space out of Valley Fair? <laughs> no, you it wasn't my back. deal. Yeah, they, they put him in a slingshot ride out at Valley Fair, which is an amusement park. Put who in it? The nice Jewish boy. <laughs> no, it was it was him and Squirrel Bite at the state fair. Oh, that's right. It was. You guys are throwing around a lot of great names. I need a minute to count. Right. Yeah, that's true. Squirrel bite. She got bit by a squirrel, and her nickname became Squirrel Bite. Bit, bit right on the Why foot. Why not? <laughs> bit right on the foot, man. But yeah, they launched them into space, man. That was phenomenal. Wow. Nice, that, nice Jewish boy. He'd never been in a ride in his life. Yeah. And that's the one they put and he, him on. And he's screaming, "Don't swear! Don't swear! Don't, don't swear! Don't swear! Don't swear! That was his way of keeping himself. Oh my don't God. Because it was you know, live on air. Gareth, actually, the KQ Morning Show back in the early days was a very dangerous show. <laughs> sure. We did a thing called, What Would You Do for $10,000? Oh, oh, my God. Oh, guy broke his neck. What? what? Yeah. He actually yep. broke his neck. What was neck. he doing? On he purpose? wasn't just... No. Yeah, he didn't show up like, I'm going to break my neck. Give me that money. <laughs> he brought a kiddie pool. Yeah. And this was all out in public. <laughs> oh, what's her name? From uh, the Brady Bunch. Was that Susie? Was it Susie, the littlest kid? Oh, uh, yeah, I think her name was Susie. Uh, it was Su- she was yeah. there as one of the judges, sure. and she's like, <laughs> um, I don't want to be here anymore. This guy brings a, a kiddie pool. And he dove into it? Kiddie pool filled with chicken poop. Yep. What? Well, this is and quite he a story. dove into yep. it. Uh, no, it's like this deep. He has like three winning ideas in there alone. <laughs> he doesn't need to conflate. <laughs> and he broke his neck. Yep. That Thank is. God. Do you do you miss the times where your show and like culture could just be so wild? Like you could do phenomenal. shit like that. You can't do anything anymore. There's. No, it's very. Really I mean, can. it's for. I mean, I it think. Yeah. I mean, there was no like. It's almost like we just had no idea what we were doing as a people. So you could just get away with anything, anything. and it led to just some of the most outrageous. So much fun. Yeah, God, I bet. we had people come in who wanted to be publicly flogged. Yep. Yeah, they oh, flogged. The Flogapalooza it was called. <laughs> and Howard Stern ripped off the bit after we did it. Flogapalooza. Flogapalooza. Yeah, that they will not happen. People. That will not happen. Not anymore, man. No. Hey, you can't even call somebody kid anymore, otherwise you're... Do you see that? Oh, no. Biden and Oh, yeah. 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 He just... Look, when somebody in my neighborhood came out, hey, how you doing, kid? Yeah. It meant they liked you. Yeah. But now apparently it's a big insult that, well, she's 54. We should be celebrating that he stopped sniffing hair. <laughs> continuing to chastise the poor. He's just like, what can I, he's like, look, I stopped touching people aggressively. I gave up sniffing hair. I called her kid. I'm trying. I'm trying. He's working hard. I'm working real damn hard out here. That's it. What can he say? They're going to ask him a question at the next debate and he's just going to hold up signs like Bob Dylan. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it got to a point where I think people were making videos and like having him kind of like slide yep. up yep. or yep. Sl- oh, yeah, they slide were. in. Yeah. yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's something. It's so What's much. happening in the Democratic debates is pretty hilarious. Yeah, you got <laughs> or really boring at times. Well, oh yeah, well I mean, there's just like it's always going to be boring at times. But there's just so many where you're just like, go. What do you do? Stop. <laughs> I, know. I mean, I guess it's like anything. It's like, you know, you see comedians. You're like, yeah, it just won't work out. But you, you need to find that out for yourself, yeah. I suppose. Don't you think if you were president and. Yeah, you know, I don't have a dog in this fight because I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. I'm just kind of yeah. libertarian, kind of. You're all nuts <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Yes, but yes. So, just a week ago, the President of the United States comes out and says, in front of the world, Congress has done a great job. The president, me, has done a great job. I'm like, what? You can't say that. He, he still can't believe it. He no, he, can't. he still is like, holy that's shit. Right. <laughs> that's why he's emphasizing it. He's like, try to understand. I, again, for those of you who are like, what the fuck? I'm still the president. Okay. He can't figure it no, out. No, he's every night. He's like, goes to bed. He's like, I can't believe it. I have a couple of friends. That are good friends of his, uh-huh. uh, and it's well, Rocco Mediate, the mm-hmm. golfer, is a really good friend of his, and he uh-huh. thinks the world of the guy. I think he's the greatest guy in the world. Yeah, there's... Mike Lindell from My Pillow, you know the My Pillow. Uh-huh. Oh he, yeah, they're, he's they're nuts. Big, yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah, he's there. putting Jesus in pillows. I mean, that guy is. <laughs> I asked him to do that. It was my idea. <laughs> he is not. I mean, every like. For, even when I saw the my pillow uh, like first commercial, I was like, "This is a revolutionary pillow." Then you see that cross on his chest. Then you see him at Trump rallies. I was like, "There's more to this guy than just pillows." This guy, he's actually, he's actually a really good guy. But he will I'm come sure, out yeah. and tell you. Well, he used to be a sponsor of the show until about five minutes ago. Oh really? <laughs> no, he's a, he, and I, he and I are good friends. Though. Yeah, we are. No, I mean he created a betting industry. He did. Yes. he absolutely did. Yeah. He's got the Giza sheets now, which he gets from like the Gaza Strip or something. That, like, through sheets. Shark Tank, I saw him do that. I was like, oh, he's expanding. I get that. <laughs> I know the move here now. Really. I know it's up here. But honest to God, he, I'm, I'm, we're on vacation. Okay. I'm down in Florida. I'm riding my bike along the the, uh, the uh, intercoastal. Okay. And my phone will not stop ringing, and I don't answer my phone when I'm on the on the bike. So it just call after call after call after call. So finally, I pull over. I look at it. What's the deal with Mike Lindell? And I'm like, mm. Boy, what are you talking about? And so I, I called, and apparently at the at the inauguration was it or at the the, the inaugural ball apparently. Uh-huh. These women all lined up to, to meet Mike Lindell. Oh, like, wow. This is a handsome guy and all that, right? Wow. So, and they're like, he's got a good bed. Yeah, he's got good yeah. pillows. Yeah. So I could, you know, prop up none of it. Right. <laughs> Cassie, if you weren't here, that would have gone a lot further. But in any case, the, the New York Post, I think it was, or it might have been the Times, it was one of them. The headline in their paper was, What a dreamboat Mike Lindell was. Wow. It sounds like lying. the Post. Yeah, it does sound more like the post in the yeah, time. Yeah, it was the post. Yeah. It was the post. But yeah. still, if you're someone who gets in, you're like, I'm going to make a great pillow. Yeah. You're like, and I also think I'll be a heartthrob from it. I think I'll eventually, they'll be talking about me in the rags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, craziest, the craziest thing was he's on this show, and he's he bonding with Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> Oh, they're, they're both they're both drug addicts. Oh wow! Oh, Steve yeah. O. Oh, Steve yeah. O. Oh, 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 yeah. And because Mike's background is what crack or was it? Uh, yeah, he was oh, a he crack addict. He was a crack time. addict. Yeah, he said, gets oh, mad. Why don't you do more meth? He goes, it was crack. crack was crack. <laughs> he was a crack. Addict. Get it right. And so they're bonding over their drug addictions. Have some respect. That's phenomenal. It was crack. Yeah, they listen to the show every day, and I loved it. He and Don works over there and listen. They listen to the show every day, so they know. It's it's one of those deals. Be, being the friend of Mike Lindell is an interesting thing. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. yeah. Well, he came down. I met him years ago. He comes down. He said, well, I just want to come down and meet you. I've been a listener for years and blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, that's really nice. So uh, we, we met and had a little lunch at a restaurant. And I said, well, just, you know, I live right a couple blocks from me. He said, walk down. I said, walk to my house. And in front of our house, these two huge crates, huge <laughs> It was all pillows. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, how many pillows is that, Andy? Like 50? I think we've still got some. <laughs> I think we do. I think you're right. But he, he literally shipped down like 50 pillows. That's I'm like, crazy. Mike, what am I going to do with these pillows? 
Oh, you'll, you'll like him. Steve-O's going to jump into him. <laughs> he and Steve-O got along really well. That's amazing. Steve-O did have a great story. Very Steve-O's going to fill a kiddie pool with him and jump in. Was it Wozniak? He was doing a deal oh, with Wozniak. Yeah, with Wozniak. Uh, Dancing with Stars. Dancing with Stars yeah. with, with Wozniak. Uh-huh. And he, he, what, his laptop went bad he or was going to He was going to France, and he wanted to get a new laptop for right. the trip. So Wozniak's like, come on, we'll just go over to Apple store and we'll get it. But, we'll get you one. So they go over there. Doesn't give it to him. He gives him his discount, but he doesn't give him the laptop, right? Well, and so you don't walk. get rich writing checks. Yeah. Well, that's right, exactly. <laughs> so they walk up and they put the the laptop down. The sales guy goes, uh, "May I help you?" He goes, "Yeah, we want to put this on my account." He goes, "Oh, you have an account with us?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah." He goes, "What's your member number?" He goes, "One." Uh, <laughs> that scared one. the piss out of you a little bit, wouldn't it? That's when the Men in Black doors. <laughs> Uh, sitting is my pillow bed that we've created for you. It'd be very comfortable right here. Exactly right. Uh, what's your member number? One. I was like, Okie dokie. Uh, well, I'm sorry. They didn't cover this in training. Yeah, well, the owner walks in. Yeah. I didn't know you were going to be here. Yeah. The owner of the company, the guy who started the company, walks in the door. Yeah. But I love the fact that he wouldn't just give him the laptop. That's amazing. I mean, yeah, because you're definitely like, oh, great, he's going to just give me a free laptop. Well, isn't he, was he worth like $100 billion? Yeah, right. like, oh, I'm dropping $1,400. Okay, great. What? Thank you. So you really like this one. Awesome. Thanks for all your help. <laughs> I could have gone to the smart bar, the genius bar or whatever. Oh, the genius bar. That's yeah, right. yeah. Is it the genius bar? It is. Yeah. Do they still do that? I, I, think I so. don't know. Yeah, I don't, it's been so long since I, think, I have no idea. You have to make an well, no. Is, what do you call where you have to make an appointment at Apple with a genius? Is it? Yeah, yeah. the Apple yeah. geniuses. Yeah. 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 And I then you walk in and it's a fifteen-year-old joke. This yeah. Is, yeah. This is quite humbling. Uh, so <laughs> this stupid thing doesn't do the shit I need anymore. Please <laughs> help fix this. And the genius uh, solution is always we'll just throw it away and give you a new one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. For sure. Or yeah. Sell you a new one. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's exactly it. It's that whole thing. And they actually got sued by the Beatles Foundation for using That's the right. Apple. Yeah, right. They sued them. Right. The Beatles I think they Foundation? Won. Yeah, Apple Records. Mm. Oh. Yeah, Apple Records. I don't know how you could do that. But they did win. I don't know how much they won, but they did. the, the Beatles Foundation did get some money for that. Yeah. I don't know. It's whatever. Yeah. That's why you make up a stupid-ass name like Microsoft. Oh. I, what the hell does that even mean? Microsoft. Really? Microsoft. What do you think about it? It sounds like uh, this erectile dysfunction exactly. for tiny penises. I mean, honestly. Exactly do you suffer from Microsoft? <laughs> it is. Are all the creams too hard to get on the little thing you can't find any longer? Here at Microsoft, we get it. We're all little limp dick losers like you. <laughs> Genius bar. <laughs> I want you to do that on stage tonight. That's a very funny bit, actually. Microsoft. What the hell kind of name I is mean, that? It's terrible. It's a terrible yeah. name. Yeah. Small, uh, soft penis. Yeah. Okay. Here at Flaccid Skin, yeah. we are working day to day to change the lives of those afflicted. You are unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. Gareth Reynolds will be at Acme tonight, but not his mom, who comes up. But Gareth Reynolds, nope. mom. That's what comes up. I still love that. I, but if she knew, I mean, if she had any idea what the internet really was, she would be very humbled by that. But I, if I tried to explain that to her, she'd be like, "Is that bad?" I'd be like, "No, it's good. It, never mind. I don't want to talk Is about that it." Bad? Yeah. Dad. Should I not do that? Did you tell them about Catherine's first uh, Google search in in on the internet? Oh, you mean the text message? No, the when she was looking for. His oh wife. God, you're right. So, what, what, what did computers in the home really? Was like well, we 90... got the internet in like 2001. 2001. Yeah, we lived out in a farm in the middle of nowhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. We got dial-up in 2001. We got dial-up in 2001. <laughs> Buffering. <laughs> so best. 2001, Alex would have been 11 years old. Okay. So yeah. she's in dance, <laughs> and they're going to have a father-daughter dance. So Catherine's like, oh, I want to really set up some really cool things for them. So she sits down at the computer and types in, Father daughter pictures. No. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Oh my God. She's like, oh. <laughs> These are bad dads. These are really bad dads. Who is that, Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> my God. Oh, that's oh, terrible. My God. And that's why we have Safe Search now. Yeah, we have Safe Search now. It's a good thing. Gareth, you're unbelievable. Great having you. Well, thank man. you very much. I appreciate it. Very, Tom, very funny. Always. Well, Gareth thank you very much. Acme tonight, tomorrow night, 8 and 10.30 both nights. Brandon, don't talk so much next yeah. time, will you?
Love you, Tom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, if you're going to say one thing. <laughs> all right, you'll yeah, scam. Okay. Get over here. Well, okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> Coming right. over for Christmas. <laughs> Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you later with the family.